Everyone's got opinions when it comes to leadership, and let's be honest, how many experts do we all know? But where can we find real leadership advice that's not BS? Well, look no further. Welcome to No BS Leadership, where on each episode, we attempt to expose the gap between what leaders think they should be doing and what actually works without the BS. Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want. There is nothing like people on Facebook that never comment until you make a typo. Oh, yeah. And that brings out every, <laughs> oh, yeah. every grammar police that, and disparagingly. So, yes. anyway, just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're wrong. Like they're walking the sources. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like they're walking the sources. Oh, if everyone were just as perfect as us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've never well, made a mistake well, or grammatical error. <laughs> just ask never me. Made an er- and just never made an error anyway. So yeah. Yeah. Here we are gathered back together for another uh, episode of No More Leadership BS. So happy to have you all here. It is <laughs> always. <a> mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what's in the coffee guyer <laughs> well okay put your pants on <laughs> no more leadership bs isn't that right yeah so what's sure. some say oh yeah, i don't know it's hard to say some days i feel like it the mistake being with you all and then <laughs> not, not, not because I don't belong, but because I feel like I don't belong. You guys are so awesome. Oh, is uh, oh, so alcohol that, the best? Alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> just for that, Mr. Geyer, I'm going to have you go first. Please introduce yourself, Jeff Geyer with Phoenix Coaching. Hey, everybody. It's great to be back with you again this week on our No More Leadership BS podcast. Yeah, I'm with Phoenix Coaching, and uh, this is one of the best. And I know this is a little self-serving maybe, but this is one of the best free resources you can ever have is 25 or 30 minutes or so with some of the greatest leadership minds. I think there are on the internet and it comes from experience. These folks, myself included, have our knowledge from experience and it's not just book learning. Although Dr. Sam has a lot of book learning, he also has the experience that goes with it. Yeah, this is the place to be. Tell all your friends, subscribe, download, do it all because you won't find any better information than right here. Thank you, Jeff. That was awesome. I get, I get 30, I get 30% for that. 30%. Oh, okay. <laughs> 30% of nothing is. What a segue into Dr. Sam. How are you this morning with 360 Clarity? Yeah, it's a fabulous day, and I just can't wait to get into our conversation because, like we've said before, I'll say it again, every time we chat, I learn something new, and it's fabulous. So I'm ready to dive in and just for your wisdom. Awesome, awesome. And Mr. Geoff from Professionals at Play, how are you going to get us laughing today? People could see my face. They would understand. That's pretty laughable right now, so... (laughs) The beard and the thought thing like about podcasts, yeah. Face for radio. I'm sitting in the sunshine and my white beard looks like a dandelion gone to seed at the bottom of my face. That's, <laughs> I don't know. It's glowing. I have a glowing Glow on personality. It. Glow on it. Let go. <laughs> if you had a red hat on with those sunglasses, you'd be the ho-ho bro. Exactly. <laughs> I had a kid ask me if I was dancing bro. the other day. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I love that. Are you so, Santa? Ho-ho bro. Are you Santa? 
You've got to change your name down there. Geoff. Hello, bro. I love Hello, bro. From now on, and to Mr. Jeff Conroy, who has never had a loss for words. Top of the morning, everybody. It's nice to see everyone. I look forward to our podcast sessions in my calendar and I get here and I get to hang with you guys and we laugh and we joke and we have fun and we get to expel knowledge. And this is like the highlight of my week. So I'm ready to learn some stuff, learning stuff. So bring it on. Okay. Okay. Get learned. Get learned. Uh, Time to get learned. Last week. Yeah. (laughs) We had some pretty intense conversations about our negative experiences around customer service. And it was, and having, we want to have grace and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so many times managers or leaders of a team will look at that kind of feedback and say that, um, gosh, my team just doesn't get it. They're performing poorly. They're not, the feedback I'm getting is not favorable and I've done everything I know how to do and I'm just going to have to find somebody new or whatever. But I'm going to suggest this week that we talk about looking in the leadership mirror. Now, when we get up in the morning, we're getting ready. Yeah, we're getting ready. We look at our exterior. We want it good. We want our hair combed. You guys shave. You want to look presentable. You want to look professional before before you hit the office. But when do we take time to look in the leadership mirror? Get the reflection back on just what our leadership skills are, where we're lacking, what we need to spruce up to really do a good job and, and just take a closer look at ourselves. So you're in, you've got poor performance. Let's just say that you come in and you no, Jeff Geyer. <laughs> okay. You have a poor performance problem in your office and, and you're really ripped about it. And you're going to go in there and you are going to let them have it. Last week at the meeting, half of them didn't show up. Somebody didn't call in. I'm going to ask you for a minute to take a look at who's the common denominator in all those situations. Who is there every time? And I'm going to bet it's you. Or at least where does the buck stop? Who's responsible? That's the common denominator. I'm going to read off some of these that I got from Entrepreneur Magazine that really seem to hitch. Is when we look in the mirror, we want to look for, are we being selfish? Are we just taking into consideration is what's important to us? and not what's important to our team because they will pick up on that. Are you resistant to change? And I know right now with the world in flux like it is and COVID and all that kind of stuff, we want some sense of normality, but are you being rigid? Are you seeing your way or the highway? Can you lead yourself? Are you making it to work on time every morning? Are you able to set goals and keep them and be in a leadership position? That, that others can respect and model, by the way. What about criticism? When somebody comes to you with honest feedback, you take it or you just brush it off because everything else is wrong with that team anyway. You can abandon your core values when you get stressed. And if you're not inspiring growth, I'm going to tell you, 
there's the problem is not with your team. You need to take a real hard look in that mirror. Now, I'm going to throw it out to you guys just to come on any and all of them. But when we are the common denominator, what are the things that we need to have an attitude adjustment? Or we need to look at things from a different perspective so that we can go in and lead our team at the very best of us instead of going out looking like we forgot to take a shower this morning. Anybody have any feedback into that? Can I add well, to that list? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I was just, oh, I was going to say, I was going to mention like when you said criticism, so many of us get caught up that we forget that criticism with construction is progress, but criticism without construction is just bitching. And a lot of us get stuck in that cycle. A lot of people get stuck in that cycle of this is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. And not pointing out, hey, what's right? And what do we do to fix what's wrong? Mm, if we can. It's good. Yeah. If you can have that shift in perspective of if you are willing to give criticism, there's probably a really good chance that you have a different idea on what would make it better. And if you're not, if you're in a leadership position and you're giving criticism or giving critiques to people without saying how to improve it, then it is just bitching. And it really is not, it's detrimental to the team because you're just complaining. And so that was just a little clarification point that I brought up there. It brings up an interesting point is, so you've given, you've been giving criticism, okay? And in your head, you go, yeah, but this is, mm -hmm. this their attitude sucks. What is a better way to approach when you do get critical feedback? What can you, what kind of advice and, or what has worked for you to disfuse that situation and show your employee that, yeah, I'm open to listening to criticism. So yes, but is a killer. Anytime you say, but after anything you say is we think we've had that conversation before. Everyone is that, big but. Yep. And is, it means everything that came before it doesn't matter. Here's how it's going to be. If you can say yes, and it continues the conversation and it allows you to hear what somebody has to say and contribute. If you are willing to just listen in that, it's, it's a big Listening to somebody who has a critique or a criticism is vitally important for growth because they have a different perspective on things. We can only see our stripe of the beach ball. And if we're unwilling or unable to look at other perspectives and go, oh my gosh, there's a total blind spot. I had no idea. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. You set the precedence for it's okay to one, speak your mind, to give and share ideas. But two, it's vital to have those different perspectives on things because we don't know what we're going to miss unless you're supremely self-aware. Uh, the number one leader in the world who knows everything and is all omnipotent and all seeing, right? That, that, that leader doesn't exist. So we need those different perspectives to inform our decision-making process. If we don't have that. We don't have the relationship to be able to say, give me some feedback, honest feedback. I need it. Where am I missing things? What am I missing? If my team is not doing well, what am I not doing to that 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 my team's not performing well? Well, that brings up. My, can I add to that list, Myra? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I was just jotting some things down that came to my mind because my wife is always going for having issues with other people. She's, what are we doing wrong? And that, that's why I totally married up, and I know that. But she's, what are we doing wrong? So I really started focusing on things like, are you communicating clearly? You know, because the team's not working clicking right because 
teams are chemistry. It's chemistry and how everyone works together. You bring someone new on, it's going to change the chemistry and there's a readjustment period, blah, blah, blah. But are you communicating clearly to each individual person? Because everyone's going to hear your instructions, your hopes, your dreams, your vision differently. So I think, are, are you communicating clearly? The other one is, are you visible to your team and are you asking your team's questions? Don't just sit in your office, or as I've said, the Crystal Palace, don't sit in your office and just assume things are going to happen. Are you talking to your team? Are you building a relationship with your team? And then the last one is, are you leading by example? That's where you have your hair combed, your face scraped, your teeth brushed, you're dressed clean. Are you, you're leading by example. Are you getting reports in on time? Are you doing what you, your job to help them with their job? Lead by example. So those are the three things I would add to that list. I think it's a great list, but I just think and, there's, and there's other things to it. Is. Absolutely it is. Oh, so Conroy, I would, on your last one there, are you leading by example? I would say the answer to that is always yes, whether the example is good or bad. Oh, correct. It, oh, with, yep. with, right. Which takes me to Myra's, how she started this at the top about looking in the leadership mirror. If we're not as leaders getting what we think we want, then I think it's incumbent upon us to look in the mirror and go, okay, what is it that I'm doing or saying or not doing or not saying? And some of it can be verbal and written and body language and the whole thing. That, that what are all those things that are getting the results that I don't want and which of those things do I need to address? Now, looking in the mirror is a great thing. I'm a firm believer of the whole own it concept that it's my responsibility and that kind of, of stuff. However, a lot of times when we look in the mirror, we're looking through the lenses of all this stuff we believe about ourselves as owners and what we believe about the people that we're charged to influence in the lead. And I would say that most of the time, those lenses are a little foggy and that's why you need a trusted advisor, somebody that you know and trust. Here's my advertisement for coaches to help you clear up that image of what's happened. Yes, you need to look in the mirror. But you also need somebody else to help you in truth to you, unvarnished truth to help you get to where you want to go. It's darn near impossible to get there by yourself. And that's why I also said, are you visible and are you asking questions of your team? Right. Because right. they'll tell you and talk to your customers because they'll tell you, well, they'll tell you what's wrong. Yeah. The customers will, the, sometimes the employees won't because now you got to go back and listen to our truth to Speak right. truth to power episode. Yeah. So, some of the employees will, and some of them won't. But if you're talking to customers and the customer's telling you what's wrong, then you, you got to go back to the employees and say, this is what I'm being told. So how do exactly. we fix this? Exactly. And that's where clarity, communication mm -hmm. and clarity come in. Sorry. Dr. Sam, just because you have a background in education, what would happen if a teacher wasn't getting the point across? If people came out of their class as as confused as they came into it about the subject he's teaching, would it be the student's fault? Typically not. It's usually the delivery issue. And, and that's a great example because I think the leader looking in the mirror metaphor or imagery is good in this, in the moment, but leaders don't get that luxury of knowing right now what's going on. Like in the mirror, you get instant response. What typically happens is somewhere down the road, you realize you've gone off path and then you get employees quitting or not showing up or disengaged, or like your example in the classroom, students who are doing poorly on quizzes or exams, wherever the case is, or you get a bad evaluation. So you have to replay 
everything you did up to that point. How did we get here? I thought I was doing fine. Clearly I'm not. What has happened in education? If you've got a few grades that go poorly, probably the student. If the entire class averages down a lot, there's an instruction issue or even an assessment issue. You're looking at the wrong things. Is it really major what you want to be major, what needs to be majored? And how it translates to the workplace is your satisfaction with, say, the benefits package may be high, but everybody still hates their life. So you can't say benefits package satisfaction is good. Therefore, I'm a good leader. Well, nope. <laughs> it yeah. means they're tolerating your ugly leadership to get the benefits package. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amen. That is so true. How many people, if they weren't held into their job by external forces would leave by, I, I don't want to give up my longevity. I don't want to give up my insurance. I don't want to, but if they had their druthers and could take that with them, how many would leave in a heartbeat? That's a really good example of really substituting for leadership. It's a substitute for leadership. And, right. and as something you said, I'm, I brought up another subject to, in my head was when we look in a mirror, we aren't seeing ourselves. We're seeing a reflection of ourselves. And it's backwards, by the way. It's not a true, it's not a true picture of who we are. We will never be able to see who we are. So we have to depend on feedback that we get from other people as to get a true picture of and obviously we have to be selective and take it through a filter of is this helpful? Are they just trying to blow off? But always we have to take a look at ourselves. And can you think of an example where somebody gave you feedback that wasn't really feedback? It was just criticism for the sake of being of criticizing. Mm -hmm. What would have motivated that? Well, I'd say usually when people well, offer that kind of critique, it's they're frustrated or angry and they don't know what to do with it. So they just say, here's a problem and drop it at your feet. And I know that when I've had my frustrations I, and I can identify a problem, I would also come with a solution like, like Jeff said, or say, I don't have an answer for this. All I can identify as a problem. I know it's an issue, but I'm not sure where to take it, but here's what I'm observing. Yeah, I move with that. But sometimes the folks just want to pop a problem in your feet. They throw a smoke bomb at you at 445 Friday afternoon and they leave the office. Best of luck. <laughs> yeah. No, it's those people that'll come with a complaint, but never a solution that are the most frustrated. Mm -hmm. That's why I always tell people I'm willing to listen, but you've actually been, you've been thinking about this. So what do you think? So that's what I do when people come to me with a problem. Okay. Okay. Well, what do you think? Because you've been thinking about it. You finally been thinking it enough that I've got to tell Jeff. So let's go tell Jeff. So I want to know, what are you thinking? Are you just bringing up the problem just to, to lay it in my lap? Or this is the problem, but if we did this and this, it might help. And so I want to get their input on that. And that's so in your, I think what you're talking about there is culture and you can't create that culture. If you don't have that, but that's what you want, you can't create that overnight. If people, let's say, I'll just use myself when I was a brand new leader. Oh, now I'm the boss. And so they, people bring me a challenge or an issue. I think because I'm the boss, I'm the one that has to solve the issue. And I was right that I was the one responsible, but how you solve it is a whole different totally situation. And to your point, Mr. Conroy, that getting the team involved in addressing these issues is way better than them looking to you as the answer yeah. person. Yeah. It's, that's ridiculous. Cause a lot of people just want to drop a turd in your lap. Right. Say, and, deal, and, deal with and, it. I, 
<laughs> and I, I mean, to tell you, I love the red. But no, you're absolutely right. I'm a little more, I'm softer. I, I think they try to put their, they have monkeys on their back and they want to get them off their back. So they try and put them on your back. And if you accept their monkey, then you've got to solve the problem. But the thing is. Mine was don't, less don't, words. Yeah. Don't accept. <laughs> I know, but it's more graphic. It gets the point across. Yeah. It smells bad. And this, yeah. yeah, this isn't smell-o-vision, so you can't, don't accept other people's monkey. Engage the team and help people solve problems. That's the way you should do it. I learned that decades ago in the U.S. military. Yeah. Don't accept other people's monkeys. So do you think that when we're being criticized or when we're having to look in the mirror of our own inadequacies or failures or not quite theirs, that we forget as leaders that our first job is to, to not only lead people, but develop them. And we turn inward when we should be turning outward. Anybody? I'd say no, none of we're effective leaders because that critique is a powerful statement about how we're not serving the people we're responsible to. So if somebody says, this isn't working for me, it's time to open up your ears and listen and be very think about what's being said and how you understand it. And ask the people who are brave enough to share this with you, I understand this. Am I accurate? Or is there more I need to know about the situation? The leaders who just say, you're apparently just cranky, come back to me tomorrow or come back to me never. That's not leadership. That's yeah. just deflection. Yeah. So yeah. I would say, yeah, effective leaders will take it in and understand it and make appropriate change. Big or small. I appreciate you correcting me there. And I should have said ineffective leader. We're being ineffective because obviously effective leaders are, are doing it correctly. But one of the questions that I have used in the past when somebody comes to me with something that is less than flattering and not anything that I particularly want to own. Before I say, I don't think you're right there. I always say that I understand it took a great deal of courage for you to bring that to me. And there's a tremendous tool for breaking down resistance and getting to the heart of the matter. It just gives people space. It, it, and, I, and it does, I don't care what the feedback is, it takes a great deal of courage. Would you agree? Yeah, to have somebody share their opinions, their thoughts, their feelings, it, it takes that level of trust. But it also is that you, as the leader, if you have those people on your team already, you're doing something right because they can be honest with you. And if yeah. you're doing it wrong, you're just going to get an echo chamber of, I'll tell you whatever I need to, because I just need to keep the job. I don't really care. They're not invested in the outcome. They're just there for a paycheck. And so it's a challenging giving people space as a leader. If you've done it wrong a very long time and you want to change that culture and you want to start, you have to have some very frank and challenging conversations. And a lot of those are going to be uncomfortable. So giving people the space letting, not flying off the handle, having enough self-awareness and emotional control to say, I haven't done things right in the past. I want to change things. And this is where we're going to start. And it's going to be challenging. So we need to have that open and honest communication between us. What does that look like to you? How can I be more effective? Yeah. And starting with the leader and having, getting that input and understanding that, yeah, there's probably going to be some stuff that is painful and challenging because those are your shortcomings. And those might be the areas that you need to work on the most, but then, okay, how do I do that? If they haven't, how do I make that better? You have to have the humbleness, the 
the, you got to give up a little bit of your pride and say, okay, I'm not perfect. I'm going to try things differently. So it's a challenge. It's because it, human beings were creatures of habit and we don't, we want to think we're right. I think everybody wants to win. If we're not winning, then there's going to be stress of some kind. So how do we help people win? How do we help ourselves win as well? Exactly. Geoff. If you're the leader, you're listening to this podcast and you're the leader and you think, oh, my, my people never talk to me. Then you need to go to the leadership mirror, look in the mirror and go, why is it that they're not talking to me? Why is it that they don't have the courage, as Myra said, to come and talk to me? Probably because there's something wrong with the culture you have created, dear leader, and it needs to change. Right on. And there's no quicker way to shut down communication than to get defensive. Mm -hmm. That just, Absolutely. It, it, just yeah. it, right. it just shuts everything down. So we're getting really close, if not over, of our time. But I wanted to wrap this up. Guess what? By a quote from my favorite person, favorite leader of all time, Dr. Stephen Tuppy. Oh, that was me. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't recall seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> says, if you want to inspire a team to play hard and win big, and which one of us doesn't, keep them informed. Clearly communicate how each person's role contributes to the whole. Everybody wants to feel valuable. Everybody wants to feel like they are, are contributing to the success of the country. Any last words on that? Or not the country, of the company, excuse me. Had the country too, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look in the mirror, folks. If you don't, if you don't like what you got to get something different, you have to change. And the first place to look for change is inside. It's golden. Yeah. Yeah. And as, and just to go with that metaphor, as you're checking yourself in the mirror, when you adjust your ties, check and see if you need to adjust your attitude and, and go from there. All right. Don't forget. You can email us with problems, solutions, stories, whatever. Where? At ask us. I'm sorry. Here. Oh, what's the <laughs> Ask us at leadershipbs.co. See, I Where? got it the first time. Where? Ask us at leadershipbs.co and visit us on Facebook. New place to, to find us is we have our very own one-page website where you can learn all about us at leadershipbs.co backslash home. Come visit us. Come look over our bookshelf because we've got a lot of good recommendations. And we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. Better book. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the No Leadership BS Podcast. If you have any stories, questions, or comments you would like to share with us, please email us at askus at leadershipbs.co. That's askus at leadershipbs.co. Don't forget to give us a five-star review so we can reach more people. Thank you so much, and tune in next time. We'll see you then.